welcome to episode four. This is it. Um, a big welcome to the new subscribers. Um, I've went public with it, so hello to all of you guys. This is episode five. Um, this is Chum. He's the third guest that we're having. So uh, we're going to open up with a, a shot. Cheers to you, sir. Lovely. Um, so I wanted to have you on because of what's been happening re recently. There's been a lot of violence circulating our friend group. And it's not really our fault, but <clears throat> you play for a football team, I'm not going to name them, just in case there's any legal disputes going on. But there's been a video came out on Twitter that I've got a hold of, and I'm going to show to the audience, um, of a referee he'd button a spectator. I'm, I'm going to show it to the audience here, and I'm just going to show it to you, and we can, we can talk about it after we watch it, right? See, that was going to be my first question. Where were you in relation to that? Because yeah. Boyd and Slide are right fucking there. Aye. So I could ask them, but they're not here. So fuck them. But you were there. Definitely. And the whole game itself was. It was a fucking shit. <laughs> it was a shit show. <laughs> so do you want to talk me through the violent incidents? Okay, oh, we're, we're are you allowed start? to? I mean, I, I, yeah, why not? Um, I mean, there was plenty of bad challenges to start with and mm -hmm. the ref again I mean, I mean refs don't really use their cards that much apart from the quick funny thing he gave a yellow slide to be able to tell you the other one but the, the first and only other yellow was for dissent from the other team right <laughs> um, contesting a decision um, yeah so after the second our second goal make it 2-0 uh, Johnny Boyd scored on his running back along the byline Celebrating, and their defender, their the captain, sticks his leg out, like taking a like a wee kick out, uh, just being a just uh, to be a wank. Uh, yeah. Uh, so <laughs> Michael just runs up and yeah, it's right <laughs> in his face. Um, as well as this, yeah, guy scoops. <laughs> Fuck. Oh no, that's that's, on, that's on that's on camera. I know. I've seen the video. Okay, that, but that yeah, well. <laughs> I don't have that. But maybe maybe I'll put it in. How long will the video? 10 seconds or something. I'll, I'll Fuck it, I'll put it up there and it'll just play while we're talking, right? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> where, does it, where does it end? Like, there was constantly all this shite challenges. The ref had no control of the game. And that same boy was going about kicking folk the whole game. There was When I came on as well, there was a... Um, he just ran past and just tripped someone off the ball, right? <laughs> you know, just like, you know, what's your problem? Like, again, I think yeah. as Slade said, they were just trying to get the game abandoned. Because they were losing three 0 Yeah, yeah. Or just and they were joking with the coaches on the side about uh, how they were not getting a, a rise out of anyone. They're all we're all shite bags and stuff like that. Because we've got to we're beating you, like we want to fucking win it. And I'm assuming that we're gonna get the points. But there's a hearing on Monday. They said that they wouldn't contest the result. It was well beyond ninety minutes anyway, and he blew the final whistle. So I don't think he could they can take the points from us. But wait. Um, he blew the final whistle after he after he butted him yes 
Fuck. So, so you kept I'll, playing after that? I can that, give you a better video with sound as well. Um, oh man, that's amazing. I, I, I want to publish it like until after that even Yeah, I'm sure the people. I'm sure the people watching this will be like, "Fuck man, I need to find out what actually happened." Yeah, well, I mean, that's a thing, and this is, I obviously didn't hear it play out, but Bonnie and Sleeve were right there. Aye. The boy was shouting a lot through the game, mm-hmm. but it's Sam's football. Yeah, you don't, you don't. Some, I, I don't, don't, know, you I don't, don't know, I can't speak for him and say that there was any abuse or otherwise. I, I don't think there was, but that, but the, the thing that <laughs> made the ref headbutt him was a totally innocuous comment. Yeah. Again, this is this uh, the other team were essentially threatening boys in the sideline. Like one of them tried to punch Slade in the aftermath of all that. As oh well. yeah, I, I, fucking, I, I need yeah. to put that video in. Well. Yeah. <laughs> That's only like a three second clip as well. Stick that there. <laughs> Best dodge I've ever seen in my life. Army right. football, football, get a video cam. Yeah. It's so important. Yeah. Um, so aye, they're like shooting stuff at their sideline, just not even playing the game. They're just they were trying to get the game called off. I think like either that or they're just. But that that was uh, first on the agenda to talk about because like, why is that shit happening? Like, it's so weird because I had Tino in last week, and literally the night before he was in just a, a brawl with some guy. They just came into the pub and wanted to scrap with cunts, and it's like, is this what life is? I mean, well, we could do a deep dive on that, but um, that, that is obviously an issue. Like, but again, just to, to highlight, if I want to talk about finish this, zip this up. Um, mm-hmm. Yes. Ref, but he, before the game, was sitting over there talking to them. Half time, he was over on their sideline talking to all the boys at their side. Mm. Just, just saying. One of them. I don't know. Um, I don't want to be too rude about the cunt, but I did keep up someone, so. Ah, fuck him. Yeah. Um, and that's kind oh, of you do what he said. Do you know what he said to the boy? Uh, uh, from Boydy. Uh, <laughs> what you say, fat boy? <laughs> what you say, fat boy? He'd butt. It's a good I've never seen anything like that in my life. Nah, yeah, you don't. I head butts a dying art. Much like heading in football, it's a dying art. This is the thing as well, just again, to button it up. But obviously, the real footage went into our chat. Like, uh-huh. we were wait, all waiting on it, getting uploaded because we were like, I want to see this, it was uh-huh. right in front of the camera. Um, and it goes in our chat, and within 30 minutes, it is on Twitter <laughs> from someone that none of us know. Yeah. Like, uh, some of my, like my cousins sent me a screenshot of it, mm. forwarded many, many times. times. <laughs> <I'm> fucking <laughs> nuts, isn't it? Everywhere, and then they've got like a voice memo, I think from their keeper, who knows? Uh, lying about it about the whole situation and stuff like that as if we don't have it on video yeah. I can't remember exactly what he was saying but just admitting to lamping folk in the middle of the pitch and stuff like that like but, but again what, uh, what brings it's a game of football fucking yeah stupid maybe that's what they think football is just go out to try and scrap <laughs> amateur football anyway man fuck it well that's pretty pointless isn't it it's it's all it's all quite silly. Yeah, maybe I'm boxing for that. The thing is, like, all these people are sober when they do that. I'm assuming, but mm. aye, it gets worse at night time. They were fortunate to get an absolute doing on the pitch. To be fair, so had, yeah. to, had to try something else. Yes, like uh, when Wayne Rooney changed his uh, studs at half time to injure John Terry. There we go. 
Got no lid on that. Fuck I yeah, let's do that. Uh, toxic masculinity. There's not really been anything in the news about I don't know males being toxic. And <laughs> Vladimir Putin and or <laughs> Vladimir Putin or David Goodwillie or anything like that. Uh, David Goodwillie, right? Mason Greenwood. Ah, that's that's fucking it's obvious, the whole man. Structure of our whole uh, society. Yeah. Nah, I'm good. <laughs> Um, David Goodwillie though and I'll be careful how I say this because I don't want to come off like a pure wank but <clears throat> I'll cut out this fucking pause that I've just done in fact no I won't anyway right David Goodwillie gets convicted of rape he is a rapist right we can say that because he is convicted of it not only a rapist dodged the paying of the compensation to the victim by going by saying he's bankrupt, right? He then goes and plays for Clyde for five years. No, yeah, Clyde for five years, right? He was. I mean, he was still playing pro at the time, and I, I think he got signed. Yeah, to clubs like, before that as well. It was at or, or at the time of the of the event before yeah. the civil case, Aye. which is where he was found guilty by a judge. Yeah, and then when the case like was going on, he was like, right, okay. I'll leave, I think it was Plymouth or something, left there, went to Clyde, right? Goes there for five years. And I'm not defending the fucking guy, right? Because he's a wank, right? And then, at the start of this year, January transfer window, it goes to Wraith, and the people of Wraith are like, nah, fuck this guy, we don't want him. Whoever signed him, get them to fuck, and get him to fuck. So hundreds of people resign, the ladies team resign, don't want to be associated with the club and all that. And eventually all the public pressure means that David Goodwillie is loaned back to Clyde, right? And then as a result of him going back to Clyde, where he's been for five years, the ladies team there say that they don't no longer wish to play there anymore. Which is fair enough, okay. There was precedent for all that as well, though. They might not have known that that option was available to them. Because, because they, it hadn't they, been done before. Yeah, because the Rafe yeah. women team were strong and... Did that, and yeah. did that, they were principled. So that's that's fair enough. But the North Lanarkshire Council thing is what, what kind of gets me, like... Oh, I don't, I'm not familiar with that. They have issued a statement saying, basically he's not allowed in the stadium and if he gets in the stadium right the stadium is loaned to Clyde from North Lanarkshire Council right and if he gets in the stadium then they're taking the stadium off Clyde right but they fucking knew about it back then and I don't see it's a lot of political pressure though as well um, I know but surely that doesn't come into it it's, it should be about bad and good, and back then they didn't give a fuck. What's bad and good? Oh, that's a, that's I know, but come on. You didn't give a fuck back then, but you give a fuck now because it's in the media. What's your point, Carl? Well, acknowledge it. The, that they made a mistake some, previously. Yeah, exactly. But in the statement, because I did read it, I wanted to see if they did fucking acknowledge it, right? They said, 
the stadium was previously owned by North Lanarkshire Leisure, right? So it's a bit like saying Renfrewshire Leisure isn't owned by the fucking council, which it is, basically. It's a council subsidiary, so they don't con- like, control that. It's a fucking cop-out, and I'm like, nah, fucking don't try and shift the blame onto a different organisation that you own. And I'm like, nah, take fucking responsibility. It was used at fucking... There's not a lot of accountability, though, with these kind of organisations. Yeah. But it pisses me off. Like, why, why are you trying to, like... It's as if they're trying to dodge, it's like... It's saving face, I guess, as well, isn't it? Um, yeah. But... Yeah. It, doesn't, it doesn't make it okay, but... It doesn't make um, it okay, and I'm not trying to fucking defend the guy, because he's... But again, he shouldn't have had a career in football after the... <clears throat> yeah, and the um, other guy that got convicted with him fucking straight up just retired, because you shouldn't have a career after that. You're in the public eye, and you shouldn't really be... So he's meant to be a role model. Exactly. Um, I know, at the same time, it's a job, and... Um, <laughs> <laughs> you just, just made me think, right? See when he signed for Ray, and it was at the peak of its fucking media hype, and the BBC or STV went into the streets of Wraith, wherever oh, that is, for Cody or Fife, right? And there was so many like people in the streets, obviously, like saying this is horrible, we don't want them here, and then it gets to the last guy in the fucking interview, <laughs> and it's just this old guy, and he just goes. If he scores a couple of goals, that I'm no care. <laughs> I just burst into laughter because this guy obviously just fucking out of check with reality. And I was like, yeah. "Fuck, man!" Probably a misogynist, and again, that's the, the decision makers in Scottish football are generally old white men. <laughs> yeah, as as it is across most of civic society, but. Um, from a certain background, more than likely as well, a socio-economic background. <laughs> and again, the people on the Wraith board that made this decision were warned months beforehand. When the rumours first came out, mm-hmm. the Val McDermott, the sponsor, warned them that she would withdraw. Yeah. Sponsorship, she said that they didn't support it and there was a massive outlash, but they did it anyway. Then they doubled down in a statement after it. Saying again, it, we've, we've not made this decision based on personal reasons. Put the football first, but you can't do that. Nah, it's, it's not how it's not how it works. It's like, like you said, it's a cop out. Yeah, it's stupid. Everyone's stupid, and he should retire. What age is he anyway? He's a fucking. He's a stuffy too, but I mean, uh, he'll earn a, a decent amount of money from it. Um, yeah, well, I, I don't. I don't blame. I blame him for his actions previously. Obviously. Um, and that's ir- irresponsible. Irresponsible. I'm trying to think of the correct word. Um, undefendable, whatever. Um, but it's the clubs and the leagues that are to blame for him still playing now. It's uh, like yeah. You, it's not up to him to stop. But I mean, well, to be maybe it is. Well, they let him in in the first yeah. place in twenty seventeen. I have a bit of shame, but um, um, maybe careful not get done for libel in your eye. Ah, well, <laughs> I don't think we're saying anything particularly controversial. I think it's all kind of out there. Like these are all facts that he was convicted of rape, and by definition, that makes him a fucking rapist. Like, um, but 
The North Flannish Council thing is the one that kind of annoys me. I'm not saying they're worse than a rapist or anything like that, but it is annoying. Like, just take accountability for it. Like, don't just shy away from it and shift it onto somebody else. Like, oh, it wasn't us that were in control at the time. And you were. But anyway, moving on swiftly. That's us done with that. Just because it was in the news today and I I was watching Sky Sports News, like, before this and it was just on a fucking repeat. But, yeah, don't blame the women's team for withdrawing and shit because I suppose they didn't know they could do that probably before. Yeah, there's no precedent and I think they were kind of showing the way. Yeah. And you've got to, like, it's also solidarity, like, you've, you've got to show support for the Rafe women's team that have done this as well. Again, Rafe were the first women's football team that were associated with a men's club. Clementine? So. Were they? Yep. Scotland. Class. I would have thought it would be like one of the old or some shit. I think old former are actually quite slow in um, getting a ladies. Yeah, getting a ladies team. I, I mean, I'm not one hundred percent sure on that, but I know that Glasgow City were. Like I think they still are largely dominant. Um, and I've been about longer. Yeah, probably. Again, that's that's something I learned recently as well about when when this actually all came out, came out is that women's football was illegal in the UK. Yeah, for a long time. <laughs> Jeez, in fact, like only recently, yeah, maybe even more recently. Yeah. Like, I, don't, I don't know exactly, but. I just that the mind boggles, but, but then it doesn't when you when you realise what shit well, was like back then. Well, and also just the, the whole, like I said earlier, the whole fucking construct of society is organised yeah. against women. <laughs> Sometimes you think, "Oh, was life better back in the sixties and shit?" And then you think, "Oh wait, no, nah, was it? Fuck! <laughs> like there was so much shit that so many people couldn't do back then. It was fucking disgusting." Uh, anyway. There's other things on this list that I need to talk to you about. Have you seen the Kanye documentary? I, I do intend to watch it. Um, oh, I, was, I was counting on you, I haven't seen it. No, I haven't. I don't want to. I need to. Um, I, I was kind of just going to wait till it all. Is it all out yet? Yeah, all, is, is that all out, out yeah. now? So Came out like yesterday, so. I should get on it. Um, I've heard that it's quite inspiring um, in a lot of ways and also probably quite. Uh, fucked, but. Um, quite fucked, yeah. <laughs> the first, the first day to. I would say Ridge Byron, but the third one's like sad, man, because you see the recent years, man, and you're like, fuck. Anyway, you haven't seen it, so I can't spoil it. And obviously, I can't spoil it for everyone else either, because, yeah. yeah, take that off the list. Fud. Uh, right. to talk about Vladimir <clears throat> Zelensky. I want to talk about President Zelensky, right? On Twitter, he's being like paraded as a fucking big hero, right? And, like, I think it's dangerous to do that. And have you seen... liberal media, though, as well, was it? <laughs> yeah. Have you seen the video and it's, like, him and all his pals? And it's, like, the the song Shook Ones is playing in the background. No, no, it's just... It's as if they're making it into a fucking Marvel movie or something. And it's, like, mate, this is real life. And cunts are getting bombed at the pussies. And, like, people here and in the, the US are like watching it as if it's a film pure getting excited about it it's the like social media age again it's just weird because it's just been ignored from the last like 20-30 years of conflict in the Middle East where it's been the same yeah. kind of thing but we don't have the same exposure because 
why why is that <laughs> white people yeah well yeah exactly um yeah because it's closer i suppose maybe not even <laughs> that just because it is white people it's closer and yeah and racism because the perpetrators of the <laughs> oh yeah yeah because it's not us doing it <laughs> yeah yeah it's the other guys that are doing it this time that's why we're going to cover it um yeah it's stupid Zelensky, again there's no no defense for putin's propaganda about him being a neo-nazi there is you have to acknowledge that he did incorporate a, a battalion called the azov battalion um a group of neo-nazis into the National Guard of Ukraine. They are an official unit of the National Guard. They're, yep. they're neo Nazis. Um, Is that like something he's done when the it's post, conflict started? It's post Crimea, yeah. And like, he's like just taking what he can get at this point. They're in the front. Like, they're in the front lines of Donbass. Um, so there will be. Uh, it's kind of like a political concession, perhaps. Maybe I don't. I don't know the, the reasons for it, but you need to acknowledge that he's done it. Um, and I yeah, think that's that's where the propagandists came from. The Ukrainian population, uh, I think, voted like 2% for far-right parties. It's not much separate to most places in Europe, probably, yeah, <laughs> unfortunately. Probably. Um, and even Russia, one of their largest parties, is a kind of fascist party. Um, <laughs> so it's, it's just it's propaganda. But And Russia's largest party invades countries. Yeah. for no real good reason well I suppose he has his reasons but are they good reasons well again before it happened I was kind of of the opinion that he wouldn't do it because for some reason you try and rationalise the things that these psychopaths do, like all the decisions that they're going to make you're trying to think what, what gain does it have for him to do this yeah. trying to shore up his base in Russia um, I sometimes think the about it like NATO aggression essentially I mean the, the Easter, Eastern NATO expansion is still not a reason for inv- like invading a neighbour I sometimes think about it like he's not a psychopath and he is just a guy that gets raging and like when people taunt him and shit like ah oh, he's not going to fucking do it and then I think he's a psychopath do you see he what just he says aye you think I'm not going to do it aye aye <laughs> watch this and then he fucking does it I think that I honestly think that's what happened when he did it. See what they what he said recently about um, I can't remember exactly what provoked this comment, but he said some essentially. I don't want to misquote it completely, but he basically was like, yeah, "There'll be no winners in this conflict," um, and you'll get dragged into it against your will, like whether you like it or not. Talking about the Western leaders and all their kind of military support, to he's ramping up the. Kind of nuclear war agenda as well, um, but it's 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 hard to you don't want to you want, you need to uh, criticize him totally completely like there's no resolution for him Aye. absolution rather um, however the West still in a lot of ways over a long periods of time created this this situation. Um, even in the early 2000s when he was getting elected it was uh, even the Blairite uh, Tony Blair and uh, Lord Mandelson who were uh, in the Kremlin uh-huh. supporting him uh, and uh, one of the early kind of Tory leaders at that time as well uh, the obviously Trump all the kind of British establishment of 
help them hide them and wash their money. Yeah. And the UK, the UK is one of the most corrupt countries in the world. Yeah, yeah. Wash their money. There's vi- you can get a visa in the UK if you just pro- commit to spending enough money. Yeah. Uh, and then they've got to hide all their assets from everywhere. I mean, in the, in the UK's response has been weak as fuck as well. Yeah, it seems to be late to fucking everything. It's like just, but it's intentionally late. It, it, gives, it gives them a chance to sell up sell up their assets yeah which what which brings me into my next thing oh fuck i ran out i'll take oh, <laughs> well, i'll take the small one yeah okay um the abramovich <laughs> thing so again essentially he maintains that he is not involved with putin which is obviously total horseshit yeah one of his closest aides um he says he's not political a week ago but now he's selling up all this shit. Yep. But I think that's just because he's afraid he's going to lose it all yeah, for nothing. Because he's been warned. He's already it's been, yeah. it's been mentioned in Parliament. So, he, but again, they have they could have they could have seized that. I don't I don't know exactly the precedent for such a thing. Mm. Seizing a football club or forcing a sale. That's essentially what he's done, and he's going to make his money back. He's talking about how he's going to wipe off the debt. He's not going to let make them all the money, which is over a billion pounds. Yeah. Um, but he's valuing the club at three billion. So he's he bought the club for hundred and forty million. So he's gonna make his money back and then some even with a fire sale. Mm-hmm. But he's gonna donate all the proceeds. To and did you did you read Yes, to, yeah, the fine print man. Yeah. Just um, to victims of the conflict. So it could be just completely to Russian. It doesn't yeah, it yeah. doesn't uh, yeah. But, but there's no legal document or anything like that as if he has to do that either anyway. Um, yeah, because he could just leave it and leave it and leave it and then and it doesn't happen and then everyone forgets about it. So selling his flat, selling his, uh, selling his house as well, I think. Um, because this, this is the thing. Like, you, you, if you're dishing out sanctions, you need to hurt the oligarchs, the people that are at the, the top. Yeah, pretty much. But a lot of the Western sanctions are just gonna. Putin's gonna be totally insulated from these sanctions, and it's gonna hurt Russian people. Yeah. And do you think seriously, seriously, for a second that Putin isn't gonna be able to turn that around? Like, think of the massive propaganda Aye. machine and blame the internal dissent and stuff for these sanctions. Yeah, look at what they're doing to us and yeah. shit like that, and then and then anyone get that speaks out and, and yeah. Yes. Well, not, like, I'm not saying that the, the people that, that is the people that we need to show solidarity to though is the the people on the ground in Russia and of course Ukraine are fighting against yeah this because again in the face of what is essentially fascist like aggression and police a police state you're absolutely I've seen a right. video before I came out um, a wee old lady um, who survived can't remember exactly what event it was, but it was like uh, Leningrad. Uh-huh. Um, she survived up the siege of Leningrad, and she said that her signs are anti-war signs. Mm. And then, oh, she just a swarm of, I don't know what you would call them, but the the Russian like riot police, uh, hoarding up away. Yeah, <laughs> man, like one of, uh, uh, apparently hundreds of thousands of people in Russia that have been arrested since the conflict started. A kind of crushing dissent. And if you want to, like, it's so easy to, obviously that's terrible, but the UK are currently putting through a bill in the 
the policing bill. Uh-huh. Um, I can't remember. Can't remember the policing name crime bill or something like that. Oh, um, the one that doesn't let you protest and shit. Obviously, that doesn't apply in Scotland, but at the moment, our constitutional situation, our uh, primary parliament is down in London. So, if you mm-hmm. want to direct actions on it, where you get. <laughs> Yeah. You show your dissent to these kind of To be fair though, Chum, did you see what those people did to those statues down there? <laughs> Fucking shocking. Yeah. <laughs> uh, on the sanctions though, what the fuck does cancelling Netflix for Russian people do to Putin? And the oligarchs. That's not it's gonna happen. The, the, the <laughs> that just fucks off the Russian people and gets them on that side, mate. I I don't See how that works and see the. It's fucking weak and just lets him build a siege mentality and. Uh, yeah, exactly. There's gonna be dissent, but there's always, yeah. always dissent in the face of these totalitarian people. I mean, he is essentially a dictator as well. Do you, do you know all about how he even is in power? <laughs> well, he he used to be in power, and then he left for a bit. Don't know what he well, did. Fucked he, about no, no, in the no, forest. No, no, or whatever, no, 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 no. He didn't leave. So he was. I think you can only, uh, so again, not oh, an expert, right. you, get, you can only be in the president for so many terms, uh-huh. and he served his maximum, so became prime minister, so the level below uh-huh. the president, so obviously installed a wee kind of puppet. And the guy above and was his... I think he actually, child, ch- I, yeah. again, could be wrong here, but I, I think I remember that he changed like laws and rules to give him executive power still as prime minister. Like then, um, the guy under Bush, what was his fucking name? Oh, Dick Cheney. Dick Cheney, yeah, he was just running shit the whole time. <laughs> I know. Right, anyway. So he had the executive power. Like, George W. fucking Bush. Yeah, um, man. There's an old saying in Tennessee. <laughs> um, aye, so then is now in charge again, back at, and has, I think, annulled the longest term legislation. Right. So can serve for as long as he, yeah. So just wants. as a dictator, and he has, yeah, exactly. It's not democratic, and all the sense. I mean, they have elections though, but they just kill the opposition. <laughs> well, this is so they, they are democratic in a sense, but no, really, no, no, they just not. kill the opposition, and then it's the facade of democracy, which again we know very well in the UK as well. Yeah. There's just a lot more underhand here. <laughs> I mean, we've. Tories are currently doing it, trying to, uh, as if voter prop fraud is an issue, it is not an issue in the slightest, but if they can introduce voter ID, it will exclude poor people yeah, from and minorities, from, yeah, from, I mean, as if we have a first past the post, it's a fucking disgrace, anyway, it's not a democratic system, it's not, it, it skews the votes completely because it's about constituency size and... But was that not already installed by them and Labour though? Like, oh, it's a two-party. It's a two-party state. That's they agree on it. It's the same as <laughs> the US. Maybe not quite as extreme, but it's a two. Is it? Yeah, because it's not like the, the, the Scottish Parliament's meant to be more democratic, and yet isn't because of the constitution constitutional issues. Mm-hmm. No party supposed that was designed to stop a party getting a majority, and yet the SNP managed that and now formed a uh, a cooperation agreement with the Greens. We've still got a working majority, um, I which think is like unprecedented. It's yeah. not supposed to happen, but like the constitutional issue has caused that. Yeah. Anyway, but but back to 
Oh Christ, we got went on a, I went on a tangent there. Um, no, no, I had something to say on that tangent though. Okay. Do you think we'd be better off, right? See, instead of electing MPs that are out for their own gain all the time, see if we just made it a lottery and picked people at random that were, I don't know, over 18, <laughs> high, high school educated. Do you think that would be better? Because these people would use the common sense approach, right? Rather than, and I think they would be less out for personal gain. And I think they would just go. Well, again, it's about decentralizing power and decision making, making letting local people make the decisions. Yeah. At a local, the, so what? Don't move them to London. <laughs> well, to yeah, have conversations exactly, in a big fucking room. Um, I can't remember exactly the the quote, but it's like not for us without us something along those lines mm -hmm. don't legislate for people without their say essentially um, democracy should be participative 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 um, participative I think that was um, yes good so wait what did you suggest there that you suggest like well there's also a, a maybe maybe you need to put your name in the hat Something that happened, I think it was last year or the year before, there was a People's Assembly. What's that? So essentially a parliament of people. Fucking people? Just, uh, yeah, like you could apply to be in the People's Parliament. Um, there's a hundred odd people. And again, obviously, they, their views were not a lot more representative of people. They're not all, not necessarily all going to be from this managerial political class. Ah. Um, there's people that do represent us in Scotland. Um, so, but again, the, the other kind of idea is to get experts in their fields to be the leaders and the legislators, which is, you, you would maybe get better legislation, but yeah, it's still I mean, the same kind of I don't, corruptible. I don't really understand what it is when you study politics. I just think it's you learn how to debate and that. I actually don't know any in-depth shit about politics as a subject, but like, I think you would apply a common sense approach to certain issues, like healthcare and all that, and social care, you would just apply common sense to it, but these other people that are fucking millionaires and shit, they're obviously out for financial interest, whereas if you got like, say a nurse was like just, elected out of a lottery, this is just, I'm picking this out of my fucking brain, right? They were elected out of a lottery. They would obviously vote like, oh yeah, I want to look after the people around me and I want to have a job that looks after me rather than constantly degrades me and wants me to have a bad time. I want to, <clears throat> I don't know. I think politicians as a fucking construct are like, it's stupid. In the way that it is the now, anyway. Representative democracy doesn't, doesn't work. It doesn't work <laughs> because these people, well, actually they've just had Stop. a fucking pay rise announced when we're all getting national insurance fucking rises cost and crisis, cost of living crisis. crisis. Yeah. But that's none of my business, you know? Uh, again, the money's there to pay for these things. This, this is what the, the COVID... Relief shit and Yeah, it shows you, like, central trace. banks, whether... Also, I mean, central banks, in a, as a concept, also are exploitative of the global south because, again, it basically means that they can fund their colonialism before they actually do it. Mm -hmm. They don't have to be violent. They just put, like, 
create the money, create the capital, and then give it to the countries and extract the resources. Uh, and then, so, so you know what I mean? So it's, so it's basically like, like oh, we own all the shit. Yeah. You yeah. have some of that money, but it's going to be gone soon. <laughs> and then we have all the shit still. Uh, but again, but I, so, so as, a con- as a concept, it's a bit flawed. Um, because again, we always forget about the global south, um, who are the victims of <laughs> major colonialism and neocolonialism, and obviously the climate crisis that I was going to say impending, but it's <laughs> very real and for them right now, and also it's the, ongoing. Also, the victims of uh, bombings in Somalia, I believe. Is Somalia global south? It's yep. Yeah. Yeah, they're getting bombed right now, but. Sad. I think it's getting talked about to be honest Yemen, Yemen too that's, that's been going on for fucking ages isn't it? and it just doesn't get covered I've forgotten about what we were talking about but what I think I was just about to bring up was the war in the Yemen which is British state sponsored they are supplying and training the Saudi Arabian army to bomb and basically it's a kind of man-made famine again so it's a, it's a genocide if you're being yeah honest um and again it's barely reported on or not nobody's in the kind of british people's it's not in our consciousness whatsoever when so uh, billions of our money well we say our money because you know what i mean yeah the, the british taxpayer money but that's not how things are funded because they create Taxes essentially to stop inflation more than anything. I thought it was to pay for all the shit. They create money first and tax later to adjust, yeah. like to stop the inflation. Right. So. <laughs> um. But. See, oh fuck! What was I going to talk about? See, global news as it currently exists do you think we should have that like do you think we should be unfo- informed on everything that goes on in the world or do you think it would be better I think we, get where you're coming from do you think it would be better in the world as a, the human race as people would be better if we didn't know about all the shit that went on miles away because you can't, can't save the world till you save yourself kind of well, Ideally. that's the thing. Would shit be better if we didn't know that Yemen was getting bombed? Because obviously we find out about that and it makes us sad, obviously. But what the fuck can we do about it? That well, you but can we see you, you, that, that that's the thing. Well, we are bred to essentially and conditioned to feel helpless about these things. There's nothing for us to do as our legislators. Mm-hmm. What all you can do is, or you're going to email your. Uh, yeah, either that or you get a vote every four or five years, and then. But again, that's that's the again we've just talked about representative democracy yeah. doesn't work. These people, you can tell when they're in election mode. Mhm. Uh, the other thing about news is like, should it be on all day? Should you have access to it all the time? Like, should well, it I be mean, crammed down your throat? I suppose corporate, you. Corporate media is and legacy media is. A f- <laughs> no, because it is just misinformation and it serves. Again, you need to think. It's, still, it's all a class issue at the end of the day. They, mm. These a lot of journalists. Not listen to attack because there is there is lots of good journalists. Yeah, but a lot of the companies that, that 
they work for and to an extent they have to work for it's, uh, I'm not blaming individual journalists but a lot of them certainly in the kind of political kind of world went to uni with the politicians and have prior relationships yeah so even they, they get their, how do you think they get their stories half the time the, the, I mean yeah. look at Laura Koonsberg the former uh, political editor at the BBC just she basically was just getting drip fed by Dominic Cummings the whole time oh was she oh, that come out just, just, oh, just obvious from the whole time know, like, it's, it's just laughable did you speaking about that man uh, and all the fannies that were like in charge of the whole pandemic have you seen the who's the guy that got done like uh, gaffing somebody on camera oh Hancock mask? oh the interview have you seen yeah he's no, been doing like yet. a fucking interview thing I fell in love I just I'm guilty of falling in love and yes, like, and, and but again, like, come on. Whilst the week before he was like on holiday with his family or something like yeah. that, and his two kids, like you fucking sneaky yeah. bastard. Yeah, shut um, No, I'm no falling for that. I just tried to exactly just try to wash his reputation mm-hmm. again. Um, that's all that. <laughs> that's all that shit is, man. The Dominic so Cummings one as well, though, was was class. Uh, whenever he did it months ago, and he just came out and just chucked everyone under the bus. <laughs> And like, but again, there's like, more that uh, you can do as well. Like, he's been yeah, drip he feeding. He's been drip feeding the. The I mean, where do you think all these stories have been coming yeah, from? Like the whole and the, he's been drip, part, he's yeah. been drip feeding them from kind of maximum effect. But mm. I mean, what is it he refers to? Um, he refers to Johnson on Twitter as just a shopping trolley. What the fuck does that mean? Or is that a trash bin? Like, uh, it's like an emoji, like he refers to Johnson as. Oh, right, okay. But again, that all happened because of personal, like, from like, through through comes under the bus, essentially, like. Yeah, I and there was those text threads where he was calling him a fucking idiot and all that shit. Well, I don't know, it was verbatim, but like, it was like. They were all talking about him and shit in the group chat. Uh, and it's like, mate, these are the cunts in, like, in charge of the country and they're actual communicating in a group text saying this guy can't be trusted with whatever could be trusted either. I know, but neither can any of them. They're all fucked up. I mean, not that it means... I mean, that obviously does mean something, but again, they're at least elected. <laughs> yeah. Um, to, to make these decisions and use not um, well was Johnson elected? yes um, not initially uh, he, he was like a leader's fucking yeah he took over from a, a May. May yeah mm. um, and then got elected the, the, yeah yeah this is yeah. this is in a total wash of an election as well but this is where it was a hung parliament because there'd been uh, I think defections so they couldn't pass in and they were in a total deadlock. Mm-hmm. And I can't remember exactly who. It was in 2019, it was Corbyn's last election. I don't know if it was him, but I know that the SNP backed it. Like the, the election in 2019, which was a, obviously a massive mistake because he ended up winning a major majority mm-hmm. and has <laughs> charted us on this course. Um, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, because uh, obviously you, you, for democracy it's not healthy if you've hung parliament and you can't actually make any progress. Make any change, as yeah. if any 
Yeah, I know, I know. <laughs> we need to, we're teetering on the edge, man, but we, there's not much you can do. But, okay. Anyway, the next thing I wanted to talk to you about, the old firm friendly. It is, like, none of the fans want it. I thought Celtic would have been up for it as a kind of ha-ha to the, Celtic, uh, to the Rangers fans. Like, we're making you come across the world. Is it? Is it mid-season? Like I've not read much about it, to be fair. Nah, I mean, we're both not fan, fans of the old firm anyway, but, like, it is in the news and it's a big thing. Like if I was a Rangers fan I'd be especially pissed off because they've essentially signed up as part of the Orange Boston Club Blue Welcome Home Tour like, <laughs> exactly. is it as not like sideshow like essentially like, mm-hmm. I don't get it like it just makes no sense uh-huh. from the mayor perspective to an extent I can understand it from Celtic but then they go about oh there's no old firm blah blah yeah and they don't call it the old firm as well and like the people in Australia aren't calling it the old firm, so I feel like there must be like some sort of agreement there where like I don't call it the old firm by the way, and it's like it's a whole weird thing. And I'm like, their contracts have been signed. After mm. like, think about like this, the Super League thing. Like they all sign contracts. That thing is not dead. Like I seen someone in the news about this Super League. Uh, it's like trying to revive it again. Barcelona, yeah. And the, the other forefront, so it's Perez that's started. But I get again, can't you? All this t- these twelve clubs sign contracts. Mm-hmm. Can he just? It, it doesn't just go away as easy as that. And yeah. unless there's an out in those contracts, is there going to be an out in this? Yeah. Old firm friendly tournament, whatever. Is it as easy as just bowing to fan pressure? And no, that's the thing. Like everyone stopped they, talking they, about it as soon as we're like, oh yeah, no, we pulled it, and then it's like, but did you really though? But never, nobody really done their research. Or just the again, check. they do a they do issue an apology. And hope that it dies down. Yeah. Because uh, again, that's the, the we were talking about the, like the twenty four hour news cycle essentially. Mm-hmm. We are. I mean, there's a there's a reason a lot of stories run at the times they do mm-hmm. to essentially replace things on the cycle. And I mean, when was the last time you heard about Partygate or anything like that? Yeah, it's been a while. Um, I mean, Biden was under pressure as well, and there was a war in. Europe and yeah, and nobody cares about any of that. Like, Every time you see him speak, though, like he has been on the news talking about the Ukraine shit, and it's like every time you see him speak, he's just missing out words. He's the Iranian words. people, you, uh, the Iranian people, and it's like <laughs> and I uh, Kamala Harris behind them, like, <laughs> it's, like uh, yeah, this it's is not. this is uh, these are the people that run our countries. It's senior old rich men. Yeah, uh, but it is also like how much power do they really have? Like, well, again, the, the, the real the people that with power are the people, the corporate leaders, and the, but, but again, yeah. they, they they control the government yeah. with their lobbying and the the flow of the money. <laughs> like again, who who is benefiting from the crush on uh, sorry what crush the crisis in Ukraine? Uh, Raytheon and uh, Lockheed Martin, the yeah. arms manufacturers. Yeah. Are, the military industrial complex are the ones that make the money out of all this. Like the people that bear the cost are the people on the ground, the civilians that are being shelled day in, day in, day in, day out yeah. by Russian forces. Yes. It's a, again, at the end of the day, a class issue. And it, it takes, you, you can't oppose anything like this without direct action because what, what else works? Yeah. I think. 
this should be a world without borders and I should be allowed to travel anywhere this is something that like, I hear a lot and I don't know I just don't know there's, I don't, well, there's obviously got to be there's things called globalists and it's yeah globalism is uh, it's a bad thing I think yeah. it's got negative internationalism to, like, and I, I haven't looked in it to be fair but I think that's it's more a, like it's also a far right buzzword but there is also very valid criticisms of yeah, globalism that's like have a have a world government kind of shit that's yeah. not what I'm talking about I'm that's talking about UN, isn't it? it's pretty much <laughs> NATO <yeah>. like <laughs> uh, but that's not what I'm talking about I'm like I should be able to go anywhere like there's people in certain countries say like do you want to know what is it about though is it about goods and services like in yeah. like, tariffs what, what can you get to us but like I'm, I mean like it's, it's agreements between the two countries like tourism wise yeah but there's citizens in certain countries that can only like they can't travel anywhere without because getting a visa like Palestine they're, they're not allowed to travel policies or anywhere. Their, their opinions of yeah their, their government's policies by other governments we're gonna dodge that bullet though. Yeah. Fucking. No, I don't know. We'll tackle that one talk. on episode one hundred. I think yeah, the yeah. Israel-Palestine <laughs> conflict. That would be quite a loaded one. I think. Um, that's a, that's a dangerous one, one. Uh, because of the suckling of the wagons about it. But um, I think I know I how I feel about, about it. To be honest, uh, anyone with a conscience knows how they feel about that. Yeah. Um, again, all you need to do is look at history and look at. Um, the set okay settler colonialism nah nah we're not good fuck fuck this we're only five episodes in come on come on um, boring life but I can't spoil anyway the last thing on my agenda but this doesn't have to, <laughs> this doesn't have to be the end of the the thing and this is a question for you back home mm, it's very important that's actually more important than anything we've talked about today yeah so engage your brains and see if you've made it this far fucking well done right because some of the stuff we've talked about might not have been right probably, up your alley. Probably did not resonate. But I can guarantee you this is right up your alley. And the question that I want to ask you is, do you think that there are more wheels in the world or doors in the world? Let that, let that marinate for a bit. Well, I know... What there's more of in this room, um, it's definitely doors. Yeah, I mean this thing, this room's not on wheels. And my answer really is doors, because I've thought about it all day today, <laughs> and that's why it's on the list. I wanted to get your thoughts on it, but boy, they raised an interesting point about Hot Wheels and toy cars and all that shit. Doors and all. They do have doors, but they're not functioning doors. I get that. Well, but is a door still a door if it doesn't open and close? Kinda. Real fake doors? Yeah, fake doors are doors. <laughs> <laughs> fake doors are still doors, and that's that on that. <laughs> um, a, a caravan, I mean, I can't a camper van has four wheels and about 70 doors, so um, a car, a regular car. Sheds? Would you say there are more five-door yeah. cars than three-door cars, or the other way about? Um, probably more five doors. Yeah, because that's slightly. But well, I don't think there'll be too much. Yeah, I'll probably average out to yeah. about a four four kind of mm-hmm. wheel to door ratio. So cars. So if it's got a if it's got a, a boot rather than a. Whereas hatch. buses mm-hmm. though, buses pretty much have like two doors and a bit fucking 
Some of them have holes in them. Like middle doors. Like oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're bendy right, buses. You're right. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> bendy buses. That's the technical term. Yeah. 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 So what's your, what's your thoughts on that? Where, where do you land on there? I'm biased because I've got a lot of time for doors. Um, just because the, caravan, doors, the caravan's got infinite doors in them. Yeah. And just at the, the, the time where we'll try to we'll walk through the middle of the caravan and there's just a door every like two seconds and there's like four people between every door and that was just so funny. So that's my that's my yeah. that's my answer. We've got a good relationship. I would justify it after. Yeah. Like that's my position. Like I'm a I'm a classic politician. Until I know where I stand and I will justify it after I think like Yeah. Until someone despite comes, the facts. Comes to me with real data suggesting that there's more wheels than doors. I don't want to fucking hear it. <laughs> Talking about fucking hot wheels. Piece of shit. No, but to be fair, like even no, 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 no. <laughs> goodness gracious. And also, uh, I think what you said about tires. A tire is not a wheel. I don't think. No, it has to be a full wheel. Again, I can tell you, I've got experience in this in this department. Yes. The wheel is is the tire is very much separate from the wheel. I have to change a lot of tires. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's Oh yeah, it's up. Yeah, um, I couldn't imagine doing that. I've I've watched it be done. I remember one time I had. It's not to that hard actually. You just it's about not breaking the tire pressure monitor sensor, mm. um, which can happen. Well, it looks difficult from an outside perspective. But again, that's the that's the the thing. It's the first thing they teach you. That's <laughs> <laughs> the first thing they teach you in tire school. Sorry, wheel school. <clears throat> but um, I think we've covered a lot of really st- good stuff there. I'm worried about the David Goodwillie stuff, though. I think that might come back to bite me in the ass. But I'm not going to cut it out. Just even just the way you prefixed it, just with uh, oh, nice, like oh, oh, don't hear me out here. Say what you're going to say. Say with your chest. I know, but I'm <laughs> not. I don't want people thinking that I'm fucking defending the guy, so that's why I had to preface it with like, he is a fucking rapist, mate. I know that, but like, the kind of the reaction to it is a bit like theatrical. I think from not not the Clyde ladies. To be fair, they they are merited in doing what they're doing, but. The North Lanarkshire Council thing with the... He's not coming in the stadium, though. But you let him in the fucking stadium for five years, you daft cunts. So that's that's where I draw the line with them. Like, you could have made the decision, but you chose to stay silent at the time. And now, because it has media attention, you're, you have a problem with it. You make an important point there, though. Like... Uh a lot of things go on and people just stomach it. Yeah. And and don't say don't stand up for what they believe in and what they think is right and then Because there's no consequence to them at the time. Yeah. And now because they're well, like we could face some backlash now that he's back here, so we need to say something. Again that's privilege as well. Because just because something doesn't affect you. Yeah. Doesn't mean you can't do what's right and Anyway, if I didn't turn on the TV and see the news today, I wouldn't have talked about it, and it wouldn't have annoyed me. So, so, what did, 
with TV news. Okay, yeah, Sky Sports news. And it was just on the wee yellow banner at the bottom, so it was just flashing along for fucking 10 minutes. And I was like, right, okay, I need to stop. I need to turn this off. But anyway, um, it was good uh, talking about the headbutt thing. I thought you maybe would have seen it happen. I thought Play was maybe stopped at the time and you would have maybe like seen it. And everyone would have been like, what? I mean, Play was stopped, star. but I still didn't see it. Like, <laughs> didn't. like I was talking to somebody and like, and then just, oh. Nice. But it was a good it was a good way to open the show, I think. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Um, the show. I call it I, show probably didn't like it's evolve. Most people podcast. thought that it was going to evolve <laughs> after that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Fucking, we cover all the bases though, don't we? We 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 we, we throw the net out to a wide audience, and then we we take it in right at the end. Strangle life out. Strangle of the life out <laughs> of it, and then we go. Doors are wheels, brother. Yeah. Doors are wheels. Well, I mean, <coughs> watch yourself. Yeah. I'm not. I, I do kind of want to talk about doors are wheels because. One one of one of the shower thoughts I had today is that the shower doors were on wheels. Oh, I don't know if that no no that you turns the tide at all, but it is an important point. I think you raise you raise an important point because how many other technologies are there out there? Because there's many technologies that we've not thought of that are probably on wheels, and then like yeah, something like slighted drawers. Um, yeah, there's gonna there's got to be more. There's so many drawers, but they have their doors as well. I mean, there's, drawers, there's doors. a lot of there's a lot. No, they're not doors, but there's a lot of. Is there a storage compartment? Mm. Like you store but in you the open drawer. a drawer, and you yeah, but the do- the doors bolted on and opens, like into the, into the storage space, and the drawer is the storage space. I see, I see, <laughs> yeah, I see, I see. Uh, no, no, yeah, yeah. That's a drawer is different from a door. Yeah, no, no, that's true, that's true. I'm being silly, but I'm trying to be the devil's advocate to every point. Otherwise, Whoa. if we just agreed with each yes. other on everything, what would this show be? We would just be. Well, that's that. That's we'd, we'd it would be ten minutes long. We'd we'd cause a war in the Ukraine. Exactly, exactly. I like you and have no reason not to. <laughs> Uh, anyway, so you're trying to wrap that up, and I just nah, no, nah, we we got some important stuff. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, that's episode five. That's Chub or Barry Beans is his stage <laughs> name. Um, we can't say his real name for legal purposes. He's got many ongoing court cases right now. So, just yeah, well, thanks well, for listening. Hi to the hi and also thank you to the new subscribers. Um and also I got a lot of messages when I put the story up on my Instagram saying, Oh, this is really cool. It's nice to see someone doing di- something different. So thanks for those messages. That was pretty cool, obvious. Um but yeah, thanks. Catch. Bye.